I recognized that there was a, a problem in our country and all over the world where we lacked leaders. We lacked people that had structure to make decisions without holding people accountable. We're never going to be a free country. Kids are, are being influenced in a really evil way. Who's going to speak up for their kids if not you? Unless strong men stand up and start saying something and start holding these people accountable, it'll never go away. This is why the Raising Alphas project has started. We just stand for raising strong leaders, not followers. That was our mission statement. You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior. And on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to Sovereign Man Podcast, where we aim to make men masculine again. I'm your man, Nikki Ballou. We have a very special guest for you today. Um, this man is a former fire department division chief. He is the founder of Raising Alphas, Steve Davis. Welcome, Steve. Well, hello. Thanks, Nikki, for having me on the show. Good to have you here, my man. So I... Um, reached out to you when I saw some of the content that you were posting on Instagram. And it appeared that we share a similar mindset with respect to what's going on in the world for men, manhood, masculinity, boys. So why don't you start off by telling me a bit about your background and what got you involved in the work of men? Well, um, <clears throat> I've um, grew up in Orlando. Uh, went into the military, uh, got out of the military, uh, the army uh, in 2004, ended up joining the fire service. Fire service led me to a career of just um, working with team teams and, and leaders and being a leader myself. And um, then, of course, uh, some things happened, some unfortunate things happened in my career in the uh, Orange County Fire Rescue. I ended up losing my job as a battalion chief because I uh, essentially chose to not write people up for um, being on a list, uh, a list that said that, hey, if you had a religious exemption, uh, a medical exemption, or if they had the vaccine, they were on this list and ended up uh, getting terminated because I refused to write them up. And so that led to um, me getting... Yeah, getting another job uh, with Lake County, I ended up getting a promotion with the termination, uh, working for another department. And um, uh, during this time, I, I recognized that there was a, a problem in our country uh, and all over the world where there were we lacked leaders. We lacked people that had structure that would to 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 make decisions uh, of. Of my department in Orange County, I was one of 27 battalion chiefs um, that ended up losing his job ultimately because I I stood stood for a cause. I stood for stood up for something, and it ultimately cost me my job. At the time, I didn't know it would cost me the job, but at the time, I believe and still to this day believe that you know without holding people accountable, we're never going to be a country a free country. And <clears throat> this is why. Some of the stuff has happened over the last few years that we're starting to see, and that's that's really uh, just a, a quick, 
a quick synopsis of you know my my background. You know, the great English philosopher, Anglo-Irish philosopher Edmund Burke said, the only condition necessary for the triumph of evil is for good men to stand by and do nothing. Right. Um, the vaccine mandate was obviously a big uh, lie. Yep. A lie because you needed to take those vaccines in order to None. be well. A lot of people who took those vaccines died. A lot of people who took those vaccines uh, have had medical issues, permanent medical issues. Yet you showed some balls and you got fired from a job and it led you to get another job, which is good because when one door uh, closes, another one opens. But it shows us the, the fight that we're in as men. You know, I think this is an attempt for the enemy to check to see how strong men are. Are men going to stand up against this type of BS or are we just going to meekly sit down like whip little boys and take it? No, I couldn't agree with you more. And that's, and that's really exactly what I, why I started the raising alphas partner uh, project with my partner, uh, business partner, David, it, we recognized that there was a lack of leadership and a lot of, a lack of accountability and what we were seeing it, it was it was it was being ingrained into our children to think that they 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 weren't allowed to say anything. And who's going to speak up for their kids if not you? And so, in order to stand up against some of this, we've got to we've got to continue to put <clears throat> uh, keep parents um, engaged in what their kids are doing. You can't just let them just be in influenced by some of these teachers, uh, coaches, their peers, uh, you have to instill those, those family values, those good moral values. And too many, too often I've seen, uh, in the recent years that kids are, are being influenced in a really evil way. And this is why, you know, the raising alphas project has, has kind of started. Um, I, I will say that it's unfortunate that I lost my job. I know I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Christian and I have, uh, a, a strong faith, but I, I strongly believe that it was, it's, it's a bigger plan that I never saw. You know, I had a plan and I, I constantly say this on my show and, and other shows that, you know, there are, there are plans that we make as men. And if you're a Christian or a, a faith driven man, that, you know, that God is just laughing at you when he makes these, when you make these plans, because he has a bigger picture. He has the whole, the whole picture. And while, one door closed, another door opened, and I believed at the time that that was the plan is for me to end my career in this and do another 15 years in this department. But that wasn't the case. It was just a – I look at it now, and I look that going into this next position was just closure because I think he knew that I needed the closure of the fire service because it was something that I, I truly wanted. It was something I really strongly wanted, and then it was just ripped out of my out of my life so suddenly, and I didn't have – any way of getting around that and you know unfolding and un, and, and I'm, I'm basically peeling back the onion of corruption right now in orange county and i've found so many things that they've done corrupt and wrong through my case where they hid evidence where they issued discipline six months after um it was uh, supposed to be given it was after the governor had signed legislation into law so they violated uh law and I'm uncovering all of these things. And I'm, I just want to bring it out again because we're two years. We're getting ready. To, we're in an election year. And it needs to be 
it needs to be discussed again. It needs to be, these people need to be held accountable. Uh, I said it just earlier today that we are seeing modern day Nazism right now today in the United States, in the, in Canada, all over this world. We're seeing modern day. It wasn't less than a hundred years ago. This was here and people are forgetting about it. People, they're rewriting history right in front of our eyes through the internet. But what's what we have to our advantage is you and I can sit here on our shows. We can talk about it today. Modern day Nazism does exist. It happened right here in the United States. It's happening right there in your home country in Canada. And I can tell you right now, unless strong men stand up and start saying something and start holding these people accountable, it'll never go away. Yeah, I yeah, I, I get your point around Nazism. Though you know, it probably is modern day fascism is what you mean more than Nazism because Nazism was very specific to Germany. It was all about like Yeah, Germany. no, and, and why I say well, Nazism fascism, is because yeah. yeah, you're fascism, but that's getting that's getting driven to like everything and, and to really yeah. put a little little uh, emphasis on how bad it was. Everybody knows how bad that term is, the Nazi. And yeah, that's why sure. I why I use that such strong it, yeah. language, yeah. Yeah, but I mean I mean to be perfectly accurate, it's like fascism. And oh, yeah. Yeah. here's the thing though that people don't understand. People think that fascism and uh, and Nazism are are right wing. They're not. They're left wing. Left, yep. Nazism is short for national socialism. Yep. National socialism. They were all about basically having government control of industry, not government ownership. You could still own your business, but they'd control you. If you didn't do what they said, they'd take it away from you. And that's what fascism, Nazism was all about. And the original fascists, the original Nazis were all progressives they all believed in using the government to beat on free people and take away their rights so the progressive movement in the united states is a fascist movement it always has been it always has been so people like woodrow wilson total fucking fascist excuse my french here barack obama fascist joe biden fascist these dudes are all fascists lyndon johnson fascist Mm -hmm. right the the last more <laughs> right so jimmy carter wasn't a fascist he was just incompetent i think he was basically a patriot but just a, just really bad at his job bill clinton was kind of a socialist slash but but he, he was he was more about being in power and he he was willing to to roll with the flow the last non-fascist democrat president in the united states was jfk and there really hasn't been one that's fully non-fascist since, you know, and we've got to understand that in America today, there's a presidential election. It's very important that the American people exercise their franchise and vote, but also stand up and make sure these bastards don't steal it. Like they stole the last one in 2020, because there's no question Donald Trump won that election. There's some, listen, I'm from Iran originally. I can Mm -hmm. tell you that I understand what it's like to see an election be stolen before your eyes. It happened in my country so many times. It's a joke when these people say, what are you talking about? Well, first of all, in the last election, Donald Trump won more votes, 11 million more votes than he did in the first one. He's the first president to win that many votes uh, more and lose. Mm -hmm. The other ones who won that many more votes were Franklin Roosevelt, Richard Nixon, and Ronald Reagan, and they each won over 520 electoral votes. So there's no question this bloody ele- that election was stolen. And then there's something called the bellwether counties. 
There's 19 bellwether counties in the United States that in every election, every election have picked the winner. There was one exception. That was 1948 where they split. There was one more for the loser. Ronald, um, Donald Trump won 18 of the 19 bellwether counties. 18 of the 19. You, you don't do that and lose. Yeah, it's you don't. Impossible. It's mathematically yeah. impossible. And you can just go on and on with all the shenanigans that appear to have been pulled, the vote drops at the end of the night, uh, not counting the votes same day, which is absolutely ridiculous because the United States prior to 20 years ago counted everything same day, same, same night. Day. At least. Yeah, I mean, that it, it's a joke, right? So you got to make sure that the election doesn't get stolen and there's hopefully that there's there's people that are that are doing what they need to do to make sure that doesn't happen. Um, and you got to make sure you protect your president because I wouldn't put it past these guys to try and do something to suicide him <laughs> before, <Yeah. laughs> before the election, you know? Facts. So uh, thankfully, you live in the great free state of Florida. Uh, your governor over there has been uh, an excellent governor. I think he's done a lot of the right things to turn that state into a free state. But um, you need to stand up for men. You need to stand up for manhood and Wherever you see corruption, you got to speak up. And I'm sorry to hear that uh, Orange County, Florida is a hotbed of corruption. But you're standing up. You're doing what you do. You're speaking out. God bless you, man. Thank you. Yeah, it's like I said, it's un- it's unfortunate the way everything transpired. You know, I, I wasn't um, I-, I wasn't expecting the the termination when I got when I got fired from Orange County. I was expecting you know possibly a suspension for refusing to give you know for for refusing a direct order. But at the same time, I also look at things and and I, I wasn't refusing to issue discipline. I have no problem with issuing the discipline. It's just, you know, when you when you give me something that's unwarranted and you had people on that list that were that had gotten a medical exemption, that had received a religious exemption, that in fact had gotten a vaccination and complied with the orders. And now you're telling me that I have to write them up. And for what reason? It's violating the uh, policy. And what Orange County didn't realize at the time is, is I was represented by an attorney. I have a, I have a judge who dismissed my case. My case is in the appellant court right now, but the judge has dismissed my case uh, to say um, I, it wasn't, it was unreasonable for someone of my position to think that this was an unlawful order, but I was a, a battalion chief in a department where I had worked pretty hard. I, I had a master's degree. I was res- res- represented by an attorney at that moment who was a professional in law. So you would think that a professional in that specific would have the would be giving me advice uh, and legal advice that, yes, it is not. It's not unreasonable for someone to think that I'm represented by attorney. And then, in fact, the, the governor and the attorney general jumped on that case, that lawsuit that I was involved in as well. So it's not unreasonable for someone to say that this was unlawful, what I was what I was in fact saying. So it's unfortunate that you have so much corruption built tier on tier on tier on tier. And this is all our fault because we've refused to uh, be involved. And I have constantly said over the last couple of years, we have to be involved in our local governments. We have to be involved in our HOAs. We have to be involved in our in our our school systems. And the reason for that is because people are getting put in place that are making decisions. People are being put in positions of authority 
who are making decisions that ultimately can change things that happen to, to us every single day. Fortunately, like you said, had Governor DeSantis not been here in the state of Florida, Florida would not be free. Had he had lost, which it was a close race when he first when he first ran. It was a close race. Very close race. And, and the guy who would have got it was a, a crackhead um, <laughs> who almost yeah. beat him <laughs> was a crackhead and, and had multiple prostitutes, uh, I think, in his in his uh, in his hotel room. So, I mean, yeah. that's the kind of leader Hulk we could have had. Hokies huh? and Blow would have been the, yeah. the governor you could have had. <laughs> that's and he would have 100 percent aligned with everything that happened in 2020 and 2021. Um, we wouldn't have been a free state. Thank, thankfully, uh, Governor DeSantis ended up winning. Yeah, I thank God for that. You know, and I also thank Donald Trump for that because Donald Trump pulled him over the line. You know, he wouldn't have made it without Donald Trump. That's for darn sure. And Agreed. he did a good job. You know, more power to him. And the, the, the second election that he had, his re-election, he won by 20 points, which he deserved to win by. Yeah, oh yeah. He's done an amazing job here. Yep. He really has. He really has. Uh, America's best governor. That's what I said. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, Ron DeSantis. No question about it. So we need to raise men into alphas. We need to stand up for manhood and masculinity. So I, I, I believe in that. I believe in that very strongly. There is a fellow by the name of um, Justin Sterling. He is in his late 70s now, but he's been um, putting on something called the Sterling Men's Weekend since the late 70s. Tens of thousands of men have gone through the Sterling Men's Weekend, and it is the course for men to go to to get a primer on how to be a good, strong, honorable man, moral man that, that, that'll keep his word. And I highly recommend every man I know to do it. I don't get a, I don't get a toaster or a commission for promoting this program. I just believe in it very strongly, and I've sent 50, 60 men to do it. So... I think more and more men need to be involved in men's work, but the right men's work. So tell us a little bit about Raising Alphas. So Raising Alphas started about a year and a half ago. Uh, my, Dave, my my partner, David, and I, we ended up um, uh, having some shirts. Uh, we both, uh, he has a set of boys. I have a set of boys. Um, we ended up going uh, to a um, Save Our Generations um, conference. And we had a shirt said Raising Alphas on it. And while walking around, you know, we were just two guys looking to sell shirts, you know, um, with what we thought was a really cool uh, message. And then as we started talking to people, we went into the Save Our Generation uh, conference. Um, we started getting a lot of feedback. We got offered a table uh, right there in the conference. It was a vacant table that had been paid for. And they said, hey, they didn't show up. You guys, want, the vendor didn't show up. You guys want it. And so we literally started selling shirts just fast right there and then several cameras came over to us and said hey we want to know about your message and you know um we just stand for raising strong strong uh leaders not followers that was our mission statement and really we want to put and encourage parents to be engaged with their kids you know not just leave them on the cell phone not just leave them in front of the tv but to be engaged to to go and and do things outside physical things you know I was just listening to something this morning where um, the host of a show was saying that um, he used to work at Domino's and, and when he used to work at Domino's, he, he knew all the streets in the neighborhood because he would drive them. And now we rely so much on GPS to get us around. We don't even know, can't even look around streets in our own neighborhood um, anymore. So we're getting away from those things and we shouldn't take that lightly. And I 
I purposefully put attention to my kids and each and every day I, I hold myself accountable. And it's something that we do on the show is, is what's your alpha check-in? Your alpha check-in is essentially keeping yourself accountable, whether it's, whether it's me or my wife, keeping ourselves accountable with raising our children. I don't have girls. Um, if I were to have, if I were to have daughters, then, you know, how do I raise them to be strong leaders, strong alphas, you know, because at some point they're going to leave my under outside of my home and they need to have a good foundation. They need to have a good, uh, strong family beliefs, uh, morals, ethics, those things need to follow them as they leave my home. And hopefully I've, I've done a good job instilling those, uh, those things. You know, I think this is a, this is a good thing that you're doing. Your show sounds great. Love to come on as a guest. If you'll have me. Yeah. Uh, I also want to strongly encourage you uh, and I to speak offline. I sovereign man runs a men's organization called the sovereign circle. We, um, invite men to come check out what we're all about love to have you and your partner come to yeah. one of those meetings uh let's talk about that offline and you ought to look into the sterling men's weekend i can't yeah. recommend it highly enough there's one happening uh first weekend in march in oakland california 700 bucks it's a, it's a joke of a price <laughs> to go do a <laughs> we actually just got back from the summit i don't know if you're how familiar you are eric, with the summit. i know eric sardina he's a personal okay. yeah yeah so we just got back from the summit yeah, yeah. great Great time out there. Um, yeah. Very, very intense uh, weekend, uh, four, four or five days, whatever it was. Uh, very intense, intense time. And uh, I loved it. Um, yeah. Can't talk I, enough I, about I, that as well. I've not done the summit, but I know Eric very well. And he's, mm -hmm. he's walked me through what they do at the summit. And I think that's important and valuable. I, and it's very different from Sterling Men's Weekend. The Sterling Men's Weekend is basically the world's number one thought leader on what is it to be a man? What is it to, to how, how do you, how are you to be with your, with your wife? How are you to be with your kids, daughters and sons? I have sons myself as well. Yep. How is it that you're to be to, to, to grow your business? The, the power of keeping your word and a whole lot more it's experiential, but in a different way, you're not going out into the woods and stuff like that. Sure. Um, all I can say is I think every man ought to do the weekend or, or at least consider it very seriously because it gives you a set of, um, values and principles that uh, will stay with you. And one of the reasons we have our 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 community is Sovereign Circle, Sovereign Man, is because on an ongoing basis, we keep that alive for men. You know, you come, you talk to men, and men hold you accountable. Like you talk about holding people accountable. I believe in that very strongly. Sure. Men don't need to be supported. Support's for tits, okay? Men need to be held accountable, brother. You know what 100%, I'm saying? 100%. 100%. Right? 100%. You don't 100%. need to be supported in jack shit as a man. You need to be held accountable. Right? <laughs> for tits. That's what we say, right? Uh, you know, and you don't need to share shit either. You reveal yourself as a man. Sharing's for women. Man, men reveal themselves, right? And that, that's powerful and that's important stuff. So to me, what you're doing is important. Raising Alphas is a great name for a, uh, a podcast. It's a great name for a movement. I think it's important that you're uh, pushing this message forward. Uh, and uh, I got to tell you, Chief Davis, man, you're a rock star, brother. What you're doing matters. Thanks for having the balls to stand up for what's right. Keep Thank exposing you. the corruption. And, um, you know, 
Maybe you run for office in Orange County at some point, brother, and you yeah. kick these fuckers out. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I've I've had a lot of people ask me. I was uh, on the I was on that uh, opportunity a couple years ago. Hey, you want to jump in and, and start running for office? And you know, a lot of people. You know, I, I don't want to say I don't want to count it out ever. Um, I'm doing big things with this movement, and and I don't want to be a person that's gonna. You know, if that's the calling, if that's where I'm supposed to go, I'll, I'll jump on it. And if that's where I'm supposed to go, um, I think right now my my most important thing is is my family uh, and raising this brand, uh, raising raising alphas, raising um, getting more awareness out for my brand, um, you know, and myself. I still got a lot of a, a lot of uphill climb. Uh, I'm fighting two two lawsuits right now. Uh, against two government agencies and i have to i have to work hard towards that and i got to put focus on that and uh they need to know that i i i'm not going to lay down i'm going to hold them accountable and i'm not going away and um you know um <clears throat> with that said I'm, I'm i'm telling my story um that's why i started coming out uh first of the first of the year to say look this year is my year i'm going to take it over and you guys are are going to hate that you you didn't you didn't uh, finish this uh sooner um because this year's the year. Um, in April, May, I'm going to have my book uh, published, Alone in the Fire. And it's telling my story about everything, all the corruption. I'm going to reveal all the corruption in Orange County. I'm going to reveal everything uh, in my book. It's going to be a huge book. Uh, we're going to be promoting it here real soon. Um, but yeah, Alone in the Fire. When it's coming out, we'll have you on. You can talk about 100%. it. 100%. I would love to yeah. love to, to share it. But uh, essentially what this is about, it's, it's, it's to... to uh, keep them accountable. It's to, it's to tell the story to, to, that I was the only individual. I was one of 27 battalion chiefs that stood up and, and I lost my job. I was one person um, who recognized some the corruption and I was the only one to lose my job. I mean, it's, it's crazy that to, to, be, to be standing there and a, a, a trial, trial by fire and it's, it's everything I'm going through and I'm I'm nearly finished with it. I can't wait for it to to be done uh, because it's going to get a lot of a lot of attention. You know, the most important thing that you as a man can do is pick your purpose and go after it hard. And in that process, work on being better at keeping your word. Work on being better at. Um, focusing on the people that matter to you right, and keeping your attention on the right things and off the wrong things. Because right. as you said, these phones don't just hurt kids. They hurt us. It's yeah. very easy to lose focus. Your focus is your most precious fucking resource. 100%. You keep it on the right things. You're going to win. You keep it on the wrong things. You're going to lose. And I, I don't know what your business model is for what you're doing with, with the organization. Love to chat with you about it offline. Yeah, let's do it. And understand it. Um, but I, I like your heart. You're, 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 you got, you got real bear of a man energy. You're doing the right things. We need more men to speak up, more men to step up. And I, I have a good friend of mine. His name is Ryan Mickler. He runs something called the order of man. He's got over a thousand men that are part of his, uh, paid programs. Very familiar board. with them. I yeah. got, I, I have to give him a lot of, a lot of credit because Ryan Mickler is, is, uh, the first guy that I started watching and listening to that really gave me the edge that I needed. 
yeah. he was a, a huge motivator for for me. Uh, my partner, my business partner, actually uh, had had uh, pulled me over to his uh, podcast. Started yep. listening to his stuff. His stuff is amazing. What he does, yep. um, and he gave he gave a lot of. I have to give a lot of credit to him. And and there's a lot of other. Um, guys out there, Andy Frasilla was another one that, that really drove me into a next, the next level gave me, uh, the, the one person I have to give the most credit to that I, I, I knew I had to, and, and she's not a podcaster. She's not a, um, she's not anything of, of like in our atmosphere and our environment. Um, it's just, it was a, it was a firefighter here in my own department and I saw her stepping up. She's the one that really, uh, inspired me because I saw, a firefighter with the same amount of time or just a couple years more than me in the, in the service who was standing up and saying things. And I'm like, how come there is nobody in leadership that is saying something? Why, why is it the lowest ranking individual saying something? And she's the true, the one that truly inspired me, but it was through Ryan Mickler. It was through Andy Frasilla uh, that really gave me that, that, that punch to like, I need to get off. And I, and they gave me the tools, I think uh, to be, create the raising alphas. Well, Ryan's been on this show as well. Oh, cool. Um, I've been on his show a couple of times too, uh, Order of Man. And, uh, you know, that was a real honor. And I said this to Ryan. I said, Ryan, I want you to grow to 10,000 men. And he goes, well, thank you. I said, you're welcome. But, you know, I want it for the world more than I want it for you. The world needs you to have 10,000 men that are under your influence directly on an ongoing basis. And I also said to him, and by the way, that's just a really small village. Yeah. If there were 10,000 men like you with 10,000 men each, that's still only a hundred million men, man. It's yeah. just hundred million men. So it's a, it's a, it's a pinprick of what we need to bring masculinity back to make, make men masculine again, which is what I say at the beginning. And I kind of ripped off Donald Trump for that one, brother. Hey. <laughs> It's good. Hey, sometimes, you know, sometimes we have, you know, you can see that I'm wearing a peaceful warrior shirt. It's, it's part of our brand uh, with the raising alphas. It's, it's, uh, we just launched this, uh, this shirt uh, a couple of weeks ago, but the, the peaceful warrior is, is essentially that I, I am the gardener. I am the warrior in the garden and um, uh, I am ready to go to battle at any time. I, I am a very peaceful person. I am, but I am capable of, of violence. And what people have to understand about men is, is we are capable of violence and we need to have a peaceful nation. And I, and I am 100% a peaceful, peaceful person. But once you attack my family, once you attack the, the ones that I love, then now you're going to get the warrior inside. And I, I am a very violent individual if it comes down to that. So we launched that to let people know that you know, we're we're not only raising alphas, we're raising raising leaders, but we're raising warriors that are ready to do it. Damn straight, man. Damn straight. Um, Jordan Peterson says, "A nice man is not a good man. Uh, a good man is a dangerous man who has it under voluntary control." And God bless Jordan. He he taught at my alma mater. I, I, I'm a U of T graduate, University of Toronto Very graduate, cool. and he was a teacher there. So God bless him for saying that. Uh, Chief Steve Davis, man an honor to have you here. So thank how you, do people, um, how do people, uh, buy your products, your merch, find out about what you do? Give us all that. Uh, the, uh, raising, raising alphas.com is our website. You can find our shop where we have some, uh, hats, shirts. We've got some other things on there, some backpacks, mugs, and, and tumblers. 
Uh, we're getting ready to launch a couple more items for our merchandise. I got some big news that is going to be coming up in a couple months. Uh, I don't want to reveal it yet because uh, uh, my business partners are not aware of it quite yet. And so uh, uh, I got to hold it, hold it close to my chest before before I, I launch that out to space uh, for everybody to hear. But some big items that are getting ready to come um, onto our shop. Um, the Peaceful Warriors is not up yet, but it, it is ready for, per, for purchase. So anybody that's seeing it, that wants it, they can request it. And we can say we just don't have it up on our shop yet, but it is available. Uh, these hats and everything are available as well. Uh, you can find me on um, – you can find us on Instagram, Facebook. You can find us on TikTok. We're on all the social media sites. Our podcast launches on YouTube and Rumble. Uh, we have almost 9,000 subscribers on YouTube getting there, uh, trying to build the brand. Uh, still, we've really uh, taken a new new step to, to getting, getting that number. And then uh, I just recently launched my own Instagram page uh, at Chief Steve Davis. Uh, you can find me on X. You can find me on YouTube. Uh, I've just launched my brand. I'm starting to brand that as well. Good man. Good man. Chief Steve Davis, real pleasure, real honor to have you here. Thank you for um, sharing your heart, sharing your courage. Uh what you did to stand up for what was right is what every man ought to do. You've got to stand for something where you fall for anything. That's right. a great song by uh, Aaron Tippin, country singer, yep. that I think uh, every man ought to listen to uh, every once in a while, if not every yeah. day, to, every remind, day. <laughs> him, to remind him yep. what it is to be a man with a pair yep. of balls between his legs. I agree. Amen, man. Amen. Really enjoyed this conversation, brother. Thanks for coming on the show. God bless. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.